All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Wednesday, July 12th of 2023 here. Uh, looking ahead, you know, we have PGA teeing off tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to a nice long week of PGA. And then we have MLB returning on Friday here. So right in the middle of the MLB All-Star break with the All-Star game happening yesterday. So just a couple more days until MLB DFS returns. But in the meantime, if you, uh, for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSims, a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. Questions can come in via support. You can reach us at support at SaberSim.com. Questions can come in live in the YouTube chat. Questions can also come in in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, there is a link in the description below to join up, get access to all of our similar channels, get access to all of our individual sport channels where members of the community and other members of the SaberSim team are interacting, giving and taking feedback on strategy type questions each and every day. So a great place to hang out and become a better DFS player. But with that being said, going to get the app pulled up here. Uh, looks like we have one question that came in via support. A couple questions here in the YouTube chat, and that is about it for the moment. So we're going to knock these out, talk about these questions. But if anybody has any questions that they want to get answered, now is a great time to get those in the queue. So first question here from support says, Hey guys, say I'm playing 60 uh says 60 contests i don't know this is a lot of contests if you're playing 60 contests but i'm just gonna read through this uh 20 max lineups three max lineups and single entry lineups what are the pros and cons of running one sim of 60 lineups versus running three sims based on each contest type and size thanks again okay so so the question was 60 lineups <laughs> i mean you know 60 contests is definitely not out of the question here uh, but it just it just caught me a little off guard there. Uh, so where I would start with getting an answer to this question is on our YouTube channel, we have what we call the DFS Profit Plan. Uh, it is a contest selection framework that we created through lots and lots of backtesting for MLB season last year. Uh, if you want to learn more, this is this 17-minute video, Start Winning More with our DFS Profit Plan is the too long didn't read version of the entire series uh which is which was our first behind the sim series so really we released this behind the sims playlist it's it's a look behind the curtain it is you know what we are doing behind the scenes the conversations we are having that lead to some of these shorter videos we wanted to give people a uh, little peek at, into what we're doing here so this these first five episodes uh behind the sims contest selection series here is how we created the dfs profit plan so if you're interested into a deep dive uh want some content to consume maybe during this all-star break i would suggest checking that out and you can learn more but the dfs profit plan basically what we uh figured out was that the best way to smooth out your variance over time and continue to grow your bankroll is by splitting up your contest selection or i'm sorry um well, one, splitting up your contest selection into two groups, two distinct groups, your single entries and your three maxes, and then your 20 max and your 150 maxes. And then from there, you're going to allocate about 25 to 50% of your nightly bankroll allocation 
to those single entries and three maxes, and then 50 to 75% of your nightly bankroll allocation to your 20 max and 150 maxes. And we're suggesting that you use about 2.5% to 5% of your bankroll on a night to night basis here uh, for any correlated set of slates, right? So from there, what you can do is have two builds one for your single entry and three maxes, and then a second build for your 20 max and 150 maxes. And then if we go back to Sabersim here, the way I like to show this is that if you come, you know, I'm going to go uh, use MLB for instance here, and then just going to go back to Sunday's main slate. So I think that this is a good visualization as to why it's okay to break it up into those two groups here. Uh, is because let's say that I am playing a single entry, you know, usually like 100 to 1,000 entrants is pretty normal for a single entry for MLB contest here. My sliders, my correlation is at eight. My sim diversity is at five here. If I go to three max for the same contest size here, my sliders don't change. So in our back testing, we found that, you know, these are the best slider settings for both entry limit contests here. And then if I go to my 20 max, uh, this is probably closer to, I'd say 10 to 50 K is fine here. Correlation 10, sim diversity seven. If I go to 150 max, same size entrance, correlation 10, sim diversity eight here. So in, in this scenario, our sim diversity changed by one tick. Correlation is already at its, at its highest value here. So from 20 max to 150 max, very small slider change from single entry to three max, uh, almost, or actually it was no change here, right? But then if I were to compare the sliders from the single entry and three max to the 20 max, 150 max, it's actually a, a much bigger change here, right? We were at correlation eight, sim diversity five. Now we are at correlation 10, sim diversity eight for the 20 max, 150 max. So the slider settings uh, from the two groups is is very different but within the groups the single entry three max is very is the same in that scenario and the 20 max 150 max is is very very close here so that is why it is okay to break it up into these two groups uh to go along with the dfs profit plan here but in 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 my opinion i think that this is probably best practice is to do two builds uh you know that that does shrink it down from a build for each type of entry type right so one build for 20 max one build for three three max one build for 150 max one build for single entry right we're, we're shrinking it down to just two builds here but uh to answer your question you know you did say uh what are the pros and cons of running one sim on 60 lineups so i would say that you know if you wanted to combine it all together right i'd say the pro is that you have this one group of one set of lineups here that you're managing it makes it a lot easier to manage uh I think that that really comes into play during NBA season here, right? So with NBA season, a lot of late scratches, a lot of lineups being released very close to lock or to game time. So you have to swap really quickly and having one set of lineups to manage makes it a lot easier, right? So if, if you have multiple sets of, of builds to manage here, you're going to have to run multiple late swaps. That's going to take time. You might not be able to get all of them done in time, right? So sometimes news breaks so late, you're going to have to run it all together and in one late swap anyways, right? But that's for NBA. Uh, for MLB, I think it's okay to, to do two builds here. You have ample time. The lineups usually come out, you know, three hours to, to game start here, at least two hours, right? So 
lineups are released with plenty of time to run multiple builds, to run multiple late swaps if needed. But I think it's okay to run it as a uh, single build here just for ease of management. But, uh, you know, you're going to lose some of that specificity for optimizing your lineup set for the contest that you're playing by running it all together. So you're going to have to find a balance, right? Um, One way that you could do that is you can look at the slider settings for your 150 max, look at the slider settings for your single entry, and then set it somewhere in the middle, right? So if this was 8-5 slider settings for my uh, single entries and three maxes, and then 10-8 for my 150 and 20 maxes, I could find somewhere in the middle, right? So maybe I do something like 9-7 where it kind of meets halfway and then build with that settings and then, uh, you know, just unique rank fill, unique random fill, whatever you want. Another option here is to say, you know, a lineup that comes in fifth in my 150 max might come in first in my single entry, right? But it's it's probably, it's much less likely that the lineup that comes in first in your single entry will be uh, high enough points to also come in first in your 150 max, right? So in this case, I'm okay with using the highest slider settings possible for the biggest contest that you have. And then using this to fill all of your contests, including your single entries and three maxes, uh, you know, you, you're, you're giving up um, what, what I would say is like, you might be over leveraged for some of your single entries and three maxes. You are building uh, two, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe lineups that fade the chalk too much, lineups that are just maybe a little too aggressive for for what you need in order to win that contest, right? So that's some of the cons of of doing it all together when you're taking those 150 max uh, lineups and then entering them into your single entries, right? But you got to figure out what works for you, what works for uh, your situation with with how much time you have. You know, can you come back and check to see when lineups get released? Uh, what what works for your process, right? So the answer is going to be different for everybody. There is some intrinsic value possibly to doing one version versus another version, but those are the ways that I would suggest doing it. And then those are the pros and cons. So weigh those for you, and then figure out what works best. But good question to get us started. We will get a timestamp recording of this answer back over to you. Uh, This question did come from support. So jumping over to the YouTube chat here. FV said, does Saberson take into account specific player stats and matchups on the season when building lineups? For example, if player A is hitting 350 at home versus left-handed pitchers, is this used in the build? Uh, Would the builder then give more exposure to that batter because of this matchup that uh, that night if they are in that scenario. Okay. So good question here. Um, what I will say is that we have a lot of, we have historical data for all of the players for their entire careers. Right. And what we do is something that Will has talked about in other videos is we use, um, we, we weigh data that is more recent, heavier And then that weight uh, gets smaller and smaller the further back in time we go, right? So we have the data for these players, you know, for this season, for last season, for, you know, if they've been in the league for five years, you know, 10 years, whatever it is, right? So we are always weighting that more recent data higher. But then, you know, we also understand all of these different 
matchup type of things about the players here, right? So I can't say for certain if, um, you know, we are going to put a player into your lineup more because of this reason. I would say the answer to that is no, but what is going to be affected is the player's projection, right? So the things that you're talking about, the batting average, the uh, home and away splits, if, if we're, if we are, you know, accounting for that, it's not going to show up in, in your exposures. It's going to show up in the player's projection, right? We are ultimately going to say, Hey, in this game tonight um, with, you know, the matchup and all of these variables considered this player's going to get more hits on average. And then that will be reflected in the player's projection. And then the projection along with, you know, the ownership and all the other variables that we're taking into account will determine if that player gets into your lineups more here. Uh, I think that if there are certain players that you want to see in your lineups and you want to boost them, you could do that a couple of different ways, right? You could one, um, increase their min exposure, just come into the home screen, give them a min exposure boost. This will make sure that, you know, whatever you set here, say you set 15, that we will have 15% of our pool lineups with this player, right? Second option is you can come in here, you can give them a small projection boost, right? Maybe like a one point here. And this will, you know, what, what a projection increase does is we have the player's range of outcomes. Uh, what we would do is we will shift this range of outcomes based on whether you increased or decreased their projection. So in a one point projection increase for Jesus Lazardo, every time he gets 10 points, he now gets 11. Every time he gets 20 points, he now gets 21. Every time he gets 40 points, he now gets 41, right? So we are raising the floor and we are also raising the ceiling uh, by shifting the distribution by whatever adjustment you make to their custom projection. Uh, similarly, right? If there is a, maybe a group of players that you look at that, that you want to get more exposure to, you could set a rule, right? And what you could say is that you do a group rule, you do manual rule, and then maybe you have like a group of hitters, right? Uh, we'll say you have a group of five hitters and maybe you want to tell the builder, Hey, I want to use at least two of these batters in each lineup that I build tonight. Right? So this will give the builder some flexibility. This will give it the ability to determine which two hitters make the most sense in each lineup and then figure out how to combine them all together. Uh, you know, taking into account correlation upside, et cetera here. Right? So a couple different ways to do it. I'd say like, a min exposure, projection adjustment, or a rule. They all work well. They all have their different um, use cases here. So, but but uh, I hope I explained how the builder works here and that, you know, all of these variables that you're talking about will ultimately be taken to, into account in the player's projection for the slate. FV said, thank you for the ideas. Yeah, man, happy to help. Uh, you know, just want to give you some actionable takeaways here. All right, Mike Carr said, on golf, do you use uniques in 20 max, 150 max, or three max? Okay, good question here. Let's jump over to golf uh, with the tournament starting off tomorrow. Uh, I ran this build yesterday. Uh, let's just run a new one here. So I'm going to reset everything with the red reset icon make two adjustments, two projections, and then I'm just going to run 500 lineups here. Uh, this should be more than enough, and we will get talking about this. But but basically here, right? So just, uh, you know, macro view. The less lineups you have, the more menu uniques you can use, and the more lineups you have, 
the less mini nicks you're going to be able to use, right? And that's just because the ratio of number of lineups you are playing to number of lineups in your pool is larger when you're only playing three lineups and it is smaller when you're playing 150 lineups, right? So say I'm playing five lineups. I have a 100 to one ratio for, for pool lineups versus lineups that I am playing. And then if I'm playing, you know, uh, 50 lineups here, now the ratio of lineups I'm playing to the lineups in my pool is 10 to one, right? So, so the smaller that ratio, the less mini uniques you're going to be able to get to on average here. And we can just test this, right? So let's say I'm playing, we'll use our five lineups like we talked about here. So I'm using, uh, I'm playing five lineups. I'm going to scroll to the bottom of my lineups here and I'm going to start increasing my mini uniques, right? I'm going to get to three mini uniques at three mini uniques. I'm only to line up seven. Oops. Uh, let's see if we can get all the way to six. So we can. So if I'm playing five lineups, let's say I want to not play any player more than once. I want a unique player in each lineup here, right? So that would mean that I'm using 30 golfers total. So in our demo yesterday, we learned that there were about 156 golfers for this field. So in this case, I'm only using 20% of the players in the player pool overall here. And I'm getting to six mini uniques. Every lineup has completely different players here, right? So that is one way to look at this, right? So let's say I go to 50 lineups. If I try and get to 50 lineups here, come on. I am not able to get, there are not 50 lineups with even five players different from every other lineup, right? There are only 19. So so compare the number of lineups in your box up here to the number of lineups in the parentheses. So it says lineups, parentheses says 19. So what the builder is telling me is that, hey, there are only 19 lineups in our pool of 500 that have five players different from one another. So then I'm going to need to decrease this number uh, to four. So once I decrease it to four, we actually have 50 lineups that are different here. And I have to go all the way down to lineup 267, which isn't bad, about halfway through my pool here, to find all four of those lineups here, right? So um, just understand, you know, the less lineups, the more mini uniques you can get, the more lineups you use, the less mini uniques you can get. I personally like using mini uniques for golf here. And uh, that is because, you know, in golf, you're usually not going to need the optimal lineup to win here, right? Uh, 156 golfers, a lot of golfers in the field, and uh, the optimal lineup is is likely not to be found, not to be needed, and you don't have to worry about duplication a lot in your golf contest. You might see some lineups with a uh, small number of dupes, but I don't think it's something that you need to actively try to work against, even in the largest fields here, right? So um, this is, you know, a good example of how to check you know, how many mini uniques you can get to, but I do like using mini uniques for all of these different entry sizes that you're talking about here. I would just use them differently, uh, you know, and, and be a little flexible as to how many mini uniques I am trying to get to. But good question. All right. Uh, we are all caught up with questions. We had one in the, in uh, one via support, no questions in the discord and 
uh, two questions here in the YouTube chat. So while we wait for any last questions to roll in, I just want to remind you guys, if you guys are not playing over on Owner's Box, I would highly recommend taking advantage of it. Uh, we partnered with Owner's Box at the beginning of the MLB season here. They are a smaller up-and-coming DFS site, and because they are trying to go, trying to grow, their contests overlay a lot. Uh, you can find contests where they are paying you to play. Your $5 entry becomes $6 once the contest locks. There are no-rate contests. There are reduced-rate contests. And the competition is going to be softer than what you're going to find on DraftKings, FanDuel, or Yahoo here while they continue to stay small. But there are good contests uh, that fall very much in line with our DFS profit plan here. So can't uh, emphasize taking advantage of those soft contests while they last here. And then if you use promo code SABER or SABERSIM when you sign up, one, you can get a $500 deposit bonus. And two, we will track your entry fees and you can earn free months of SABERSIM just by playing on the site and nothing else. So each time you hit one of these entry fee thresholds shown on the screen, uh, we will reach out to you and let you know that you have earned a free month of SABERSIM. If you cash in on that free month, we will automatically reset your tracking to zero and you will start earning towards your next free month right away. There is no limit on the amount of credit that you can earn. And if you want to sign up, the link to this page with the sign up link is in the description of this video here. But with that being said, everybody, uh, great show today. We will be right back here tomorrow, inching our way closer and closer to MLB returning here. So I know the show has been a little slow, but if you guys are playing DFS, thinking about DFS, question pops in your head, just drop it in the chat, drop it in the Office Hours channel. Let it sit there until tomorrow. Get us a steady queue of questions to get started with on our next show. Uh, FV does this a lot. We'll jump in the uh, pre-scheduled stream, which you can find on our YouTube channel, Drop a question in the chat, and then that is right there for us when we start the show. So appreciate the questions ahead of time here. And until tomorrow, take care. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.